0: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com.
1: And welcome back to the Intrinsic Minds Podcast. Gio, my friend, I have, I have real no introduction other than, how the hell are you doing?
0: Doing good getting in touch with the roots making uh the roots literally the roots
1: oh your pl- your garden yes
0: a little a little pun intended yes which i'll try to do a little documentation as i go along and stuff but uh and, and like we said sneak peek into the electric culture stuff and everything but um yeah it's time for self-sustainability and, and everything so um yeah i'm, I'm building a garden
1: and you know, uh, it's funny that th- you're actually applying knowledge or learning time to kick in that,
0: you know, earthy Torian energy and stuff. And yes, I get it. I have a lot of mercurial energy and everything too, but it needs to, it needs to apply and transfer over a little bit.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, we had that talk before, you know, that's, it is your mm-hmm. as- astrological build would be more of the earthy, the earthy side of things, you know, more practical, mm-hmm. This and that, right? I bring that airy, crazy fucking thought energy, right? But like it's um even in our nodes. How funny you said roots, right? Your north node, fourth house, fourth house mm-hmm. being roots. You're doing the right thing. Going
0: back. And I started it on, uh, I started it yesterday, which is April 11th, and Venus moved into Gemini too. So
1: Ooh, experimentation, uh trying things out, trying new things, jumping around, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's it so That's I did all the little short distance traveling to here and there and kind of picking information of what I needed and what I needed to grab and kind of how I needed to kind of plan things out a little bit and stuff and and started practically putting it together
1: yeah the, the, you know I I'm very interested in the electric culture uh, you know we, we definitely have to talk about that on a few episodes and I would love to get Matt Roski on here, uh, he's everywhere right now, and the fact that you're trying it, I'm a little jealous. I, I know my aunt does have land for me to try it on, but I'm doing so much at once. But yeah, that that is a topic that is so empowering uh, and so eye opening. Mm-hmm. And I had said this a while ago that you know this is something corporations and it, anybody in a seat of power doesn't want you to know how to do because you you know you grow your own food and. Anybody out there? Go check it out. Like electroculture, what we're going to talk about it on here, but that—that's possibly maybe the next uh, topic at hand, or at least soon. Uh, and it's—it it it does relate because us talking about morphic fields and morphic resonance and all of that, it, it is energy work. Like if there was an overarching vibe to us in this these past few weeks, and us starting again, and when we say intrinsic minds. And we're, we're talking about things that are inherently valuable to, to the self and to your communities and all of that. It's like, it's energy work, Mm -hmm. you know, realizing energy isn't just a word it's, you know, it's thrown out there a lot of the times it really is. It's thrown out there. And when you say it, it's, you know, there's a cringy side to it It's like conspiracy. There's a cringy side to the word itself, but really you know they removed the ether from mainstream science a long time ago within at least the last hundred years or at least they tried to and now things like electroculture or morphic resonance what that's doing is forcing the conventional science into a corner because what it's showing is that there's a medium that everything works through and you can't just say oh it's dark matter oh it's the air molecules what are the air molecules in Mm
0: -hmm.
1: space what space It's
0: 2023. We got to talk a little bit, you know, extensively more a little bit on these things, and you know, people are so. We talked about desensitization, you know, previously in the last episode and stuff. We're desensitized to even just the function of even everyday sciences and stuff, and and nature and and the wonders. And it's like sometimes I feel like we need to be refreshed about how how phenomenal and like just. Interesting, it actually is, and you know, we don't talk about that enough and stuff like that. And then, and then, as far as like application to things, uh, uh, we all know that a lot of like the things that we need to do in life are very, uh, cliche of what you're told to do, where it's like, oh, well, as soon as you, um, you know, the only way you're gonna grow is through lessons and stuff like those types of cliches, and it's like, hey, you know what, like, but we actually have to confront the awkwardness that we internally feel from some of those cliches as that, and actually learn to move past those little bit of awkwardnesses, uh, those awkwardnesses and actually apply uh, the cliche itself and actually really deeply rooted into our self of sense, our sense of self, (laughs) our sense of self and actually feel it through to make it mean something it doesn't mean something other than just the cliche that he, that it is then
1: i have a new definition for cliche Ooh. simply said a cliche is a piece of usually a piece of great advice that no one listens to so then we call it cliche mm-hmm. we don't call it cliche because everybody does it it seems like basic, basic knowledge in a in a, in, a, in another sense yes but like in another sense it's like i feel like the more dominant use of that word is like oh it's so cliche it's like oh that means that you don't abide to that then like you're saying it's so cliche that it's like it's it's a gagging to you in Mm -hmm. a way yeah which i get like and it is a word like cliche i like to use use the word cliche in the sense of like the music industry is very cliche at the moment or Mm -hmm. like this now there's nothing that's it's like things that are basically obvious but they're actually true but I just feel like once someone says, oh, that's so cliche, it's like they're giving me that energy that they don't abide to that cliche. It's you know? dismissive. It is dismissive. Yeah. But, but, you know, it is what it is. At the end of the day, I do agree with what you're saying is that it's like stepping outside the, the, the boundaries is, mm-hmm. is vital. It's vital to do at this point. And we can't deny the ether or can't deny certain things. We can only debate or we can only speculate right now. But that's the fun part. You know, like that fun that we could have is speculate on, wow, like there's just shit we don't know. And now things are starting to come out. Like electroculture to me, just like Morphic Resonance, and and by the way, today we're gonna we're gonna break down some parallels to that and talk about ley lines and uh you know how that could be used more on the in the earthly realm of things. And on top of that, like going into other other parallel concepts that basically say the same thing that a scientist is now proving with experiments so but um oh god i forgot what i was going to say before that though what was i going to say
0: about the cliches and like the revivification of of actually applying cliches
1: oh and then so but like the electroculture sorry Mm -hmm. the electroculture and and morphic resonance these two things right now being a main focus is because these things are showing a new light, like it's shining a new light onto like, hey, there's more. And there's definitely th- like, let's say you like you're making your garden and you use electroculture and you have a copper sp- wire and you use the whole thing that the guy you know, is teaching and you yield 300% more than what you would have last year. That's proof. This is, you know, same thing, morphic resonance, the, the experiments we talked about last week um we talked about the hundredth monkey effect and all that this is proof that's it's not we can't definitively say this is proof of that but it's pointing in a direction and that's like you know it's called having a discussion and it's called being open-minded and it's called you know not being a stingy <laughs> whatever troll scumbag on social media right so like it, that's that And that's where these topics are going to just keep growing upon one another. And, you know, we're eventually we, we've we talked about this for a while, but we're going to try and cap it off soon and just give as much as we can more like anecdotal or more uh, conceptual uh, ideas of this. But the overarching story here is we're working with energy. We're working with things and forces that we can't see or that we don't know are there because either we weren't taught or we haven't discovered it yet or it was discovered and it was hidden from us. And, you know, the Rockefeller education system just destroyed mm. human brains for about the past hundred years. Um, so, yeah, and that's that's kind of like, I think, where, we're, where we need to kind of go with this one. And then beyond this, if you're getting if you're getting sick of it, me and Gio were just talking mm. about it. it's like, OK, we've talked about Morphic Resonance a lot and and all that. But if the idea and the concept have su- has sunken in and if you believe it, I think we, we can ca- kind of cap it off uh with with today's talk but we do have some more stuff to to give you i know geo's been real excited about yeah. you say earth right you're earthy and you you're doing the garden but you're you've been talking about this ley line thing and holy places for a while now yeah because i i think about the fact that um you know
0: I, I mean especially you know it's funny like especially ever since pluto moved into aquarius and stuff too like i i i, I have been thinking as far as like what other people's deep interests are about and you know how to entertain those things you know not 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 necessarily entertainment factor but like to you know hear those things out and actually have a dialogue about those things but without going too far off the deep end about some of those stuff like you know and and, and a lot of those things have to deal with um you know, I'm, I'm just going to call out a bunch of things that I that I that I I know for a fact that we're going to discuss and touch up on, um, but things that everybody has been discussing recently because I think they're valid things to discuss. But you know, maybe we need to have a little bit of a healthy balance. Um, <laughs> Aries, Libra, I, Libra, you know that energy that we're coming into eventually as well too. Um, have a healthy balance in identifying what's actually important and 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 you know weighing out the information is the whole ai thing transhumanism um the currency situation global powers war um uh misinformation disinformation mass mass formation which obviously we keep going into and that's going to be a constant for us and everything but like another thing that Uh, A lot of people have been discussing is like all the weird events that constantly occur. And like, yeah, I feel like we kind of had a little bit of a dry spell ever since the train derailment, the shooting, the, uh, the UAPs in the sky, the natural disasters and stuff like that. But, you know that no matter what, we're going to get the same thing that pops up in everybody's awareness and everybody's going to go up and hoopla about it and stuff. And we're going to get the same rhetoric and what we talked about in the last episode is the same rhetoric. By the time this episode comes out, I guarantee you that there's going to be some sort of other type of thing that, you know, pops off in the global news thing or something like that, local, whatever it may be and stuff. And I just, I just, I just kind of want if you're listening to this podcast to like have a little bit of a different approach about those things by now and understand that yes we can talk about it not like some some sides that want to say like no you can't talk about it don't feed it no attention blah 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 and stuff like that like no no let's talk about it no that yeah that's like false love and light shit yeah we don't do that shit here
1: you got to be aware of it i mean and that's if we've ever come off like you know and we've really tried to be careful ah you
0: could never say the right thing anymore
1: Well, that's well that and well to know that we're not against or that we're speaking against people's work or their research or their style to an extent, but more so, like I I would say, more that we need more people that are forward thinkers or not just trying. You know, I emphasized this and I'm going to emphasize it again one last time, or maybe not. But um, is that we need people that aren't just focusing on the narratives or the bad guy chasing us? Yeah, Uh, and we're trying to. Uh, you know, it, trying to put things under the cart, where right, you know, sweep it under the rug and, and, and hide information or, you know, that whole thing on the, they're 50 years ahead of us. And, you know, and it's like, okay, all that fear stuff, it's good to be away. It's like, we learned that millions, thousands, however long we've been here years ago with surviving, just survival, right? Like we had to build that up. So survival is kind of like, oh, there's a predator and the predator is out to get me. So I have to be aware at all times, but that's fight or flight. Like you're, if you're even in the research realm, if you're researching where's the predator at or what's it trying to plan to get me, then you are in this fight or flight. Why we would say something like mass formation is going to be in the talks and we're going to be constantly bringing this up is because there's. An importance to know that because we're if we're all connected and you're feeding a frequency out to the to the collective and all or your to your community or the people that you're are you are connected with energetically and all of that, that there's you're being shaped by these things and you don't realize it at the time. So if you are constantly going into this stuff and not being, say, more proactive or a forward thinker or that you're just focusing on the story and the narrative and trying to just figure out who the bad guy is and all of that then there's going to be no evolution of this it's just going to be us parroting and i think that's if there if this was a game we're losing because we're not making offensive moves we're always on defense it's always defense it's always we need to share this and and you know bring awareness to people that's fine and we need that right like to win a football game you need defense and you need offense and you need special teams yeah You know, but, but, but to keep it simple, defense would be, Hey, I did my research. Here's the awareness. Here's these dark synchronicities. Here's this, here's that. The offense would be, hey, uh, there's this new science coming out that groupthink is a real thing, and morphic resonance, and that we download our thoughts, and that thoughts aren't in the brain, and that that's impacting the minds of many, many people. And so the thing like media, or the thing like rituals, or the thing like the government, and you know psyops and all of that. Well, there's a resonance to that, and if we're all focused on that, well, guess what? You're impacting the rest of the people without you realizing. You know, like it's, it's it's no like the offense is like using that research. But then you're going, okay, if I'm impacting people, if I believe this is true, if I believe morphic resonance is true, and it's, there's experiments showing that something's happening here with mass formation, hypnosis, all of this, and that there is groupthink, well, offense would be, okay, if my thoughts are impacting other people and things around me and my emotions, well, then the offense is saying, okay, then don't play into that what they're trying to play into. It's about knowing the game, like I said last week or two weeks ago you know you can't go in a chess and just start moving pieces around. If part of the game is is to the develop our consciousness and evolve our uh, our awareness into something more useful to empowerment and all of that, well, part of the game is what you're focusing on. Mm. If you're just finding bad shit and you're just focusing on that, then you're just playing defense and then you're actually playing bad defense mm-hmm. because you're just because you you still don't know what play is going to happen. Like you're still not playing the game, knowing the rules or knowing how a playbook would work or anything like that. You're just going, okay, I see that, you know, that, that the offense that I'm against, that's trying to move in on me. I see that, that there's this many players and that this is a potential and all that, but I don't even know what to tell my side. Like, it's just, that's, I think they're going to do that play mm-hmm. or I think they're doing this play and all of that, but there's no like intelligence to the defense, mm-hmm. you know, and that's my thing with it. Right. So by knowing information and then, where's the application that's the offense that's you're applying what you've learned to then if you wanted to say if we were in a more of a spiritual war and battle that we know that we are moving forward i i just think that the only bit of sharing the information and bringing things into you know the awareness into the listeners and making you know the one positive main positive thing is people are making communities from it and that they're starting to come together and they're saying oh yeah But that mass formation thing freaks me out because if you look into that and that's more of a science thing, that's not really a spiritual thing. That's like, it is a spiritual thing, but it's in a scientific Mm -hmm. sphere, right? That scientists and professors and all that are talking about that. Well, then you could get blindsided by your own intent thinking that you're in this group and we did the research and we see the numbers and we see the Alistair Crowley stuff and all of that. And then that mass formation can kick in and you think that you're going to war with something that you're actually not going to war with because the war could actually just be where are we putting our energy? Where are we putting ourselves? Uh, where are we putting our attention meaning into the area? How, what kind of attention are we giving each thing or how much are we oversaturating in a certain area too much? And then we're not being proactive anymore. All we're doing is reiterating our defensive playbook mm-hmm. and our, and, and, it, and it's not that good because it's nothing's n- n- not that much is changing. Like we last thing and I'll, I'll, I'll let you get your word in if you look at 2015 to 2022 or three, I mean, even until now you had a lot of evolution in the awareness of what, what's the earth. Oh my God, the occult, uh, rituals, it's in the, you know, the media, uh, there's been an awakening, but now it's going to get to the point where it's like, okay, like how we've done six episodes of morphic fields. It's like, all right, like, are they going to go? Or let's talk about something different and all that. Yeah. That's the point, right? Like hmm. it's the same thing with any other channel or any other thing. It's like, you talk about something for a while, but now at that point, what are you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. And if you're not going to do anything with it now, okay, move on, turn the page and start trying to, you know, discuss and, 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 network and, and get as many people that are trying to make moves with things opposed to just bring, just bring the awareness. Cause what is it in the 12 step program, right? Isn't the first mm-hmm. thing you admit is you have a problem, Yeah, the awareness, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, let's not stay on step one. Let's now let's do other things. Mm-hmm.
0: And I like how you reverted it to like that offensive defensive, like sport kind of way stuff too, because it doesn't matter. You could be running the best route that you think is possible. And you're on the offensive drive and everything and stuff like that. But, but you know, there's, there's a blitz. They, they have a better defensive setup and everything and stuff like that. Like, are you going to sit there and just be like, yeah, but I have the best, I have the best offensive drive about it. Like, you know, it doesn't matter what, what, what the defense is like now like it's like you got to have that awareness to be able to be like hey you know what uh i gotta call an audible like i i, I need to you know we, we need to kind of switch this up a little bit and stuff And and that's the point that we try to get to is that it's like all right yes we're there's plenty of awareness there's plenty of information out there now let's try to kind of get back to basics and understanding of what works what doesn't work let's 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 reroute here. let's let's reroute into the sense that it's like we have to get back to that protection part. Um, you know we're, we're we're very much so, a lot of the people that listen to this, a lot of the people in these channels and everything and stuff, they're very much of aware of what is impending, potentially upon them and but upon the masses and everything. But we're not talking about the type of protection that's available. Uh, the type of basic protection that's available. And the basic protection, something I mentioned before was, is protection, the professional technology that's already incorporated within us. You know, we have that, we have that available, the fine tuning of our own frequencies, um, the availability to, to, to have a discernment and pull away from things or attract to certain things and, and, and work towards our sovereignty and sustainability and everything and stuff like that. And, not starting off in an extreme way that it's like, I got to get off the grid. I got to stop using money. I got to I got to eat bugs. I got to f- fuck it, whatever it may be. Now, take a second. And just be like, OK, well, how if I, if I see these things potentially coming, how can I prepare that even if they don't happen, even if they don't happen and they say they are just conspiracies? Is whatever I'm doing still going to sustain me in a way that's better? Absolutely, and a lot of that is what we're saying, and what we'll move on now into you know more so the energy understandings again is is when you really do get to go back to basics of understanding energy, you get to understand it in the sense of currents and currency and 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 just even how it plays out in your real life with emotions and people that you're working with and family members and um, even understanding how it comes in with your food source and what you're consuming and the transference of energy, even through sex relationships, all those things. And, 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 you know, we need to, you know, it's polluted. You know, if we come to the awareness, we'll be able to see that a lot of those things are polluted and stuff. And, and now, you know, what we really crave and what we really need, even though we don't express it sometimes is that we need to get those things under, under control and, and start cleaning those things up. And part of something like we said, like electric cultures, is one of those things and stuff. Um, but 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 what we're saying is, even with understanding something like um, how the ancients had viewed holy places, and when it comes to the earth grid and ley lines and stuff, well, let's understand maybe more so how that works because you never know how you may be able to piece yourself into a certain setting that then you start to understand. Well, uh, well, maybe I am playing into. Uh, more of this the the this setup of this environment maybe i am adhering and becoming more like the environment and that's making me become like the group and maybe i necessarily maybe i can point out the toxicity necessarily in the group but i didn't think i was the group i didn't think that i was actually in there and stuff But now I'm starting to see that it's more so something outside the group that's also putting me in that environment. And I think that's what kind of learning more so of, of, you know, even the earth's harmonics and that resonance that happens and learning the fields in that sort of sense and morphic resonance, even within family is, is, is kind of something that will help you grasp that discernment. And like we just said, like on, on, on a on a basic level if you just understand energy and transference and 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 all those things and maybe more so the alternative thought of you know how does this shit pass back and forth and, and stuff so yeah um uh let's see like where where necessarily would you like to start off with that maybe
1: well, you did intrigue a few thoughts and maybe we could hmm. build off of this, but okay. uh, you know, the the idea that energy is being transferred and the awareness of that and knowing the dynamics of this does change the ballgame. And so it, this is why when we go into this stuff and knowing about, like, say, a group affecting you, it's about because when we're talking about electroculture and we're talking about certain things that are empowering, it's Empowering the mindset here is to empower the individual, not scare the group, right? So because by empowering the individual about being knowledgeable and not just having a group of people be scared and be on the same frequency of being in fear of an Illuminati or a dark cabal or the Jesuits or anything like that, it's the individuated power that we all need which would make sense for a transit of Pluto and Aquarius. It's empowering the people. That's what that would, you know, the higher vibrational form of that would be, Hey, let's empower each other. Right? So if your information is, you know, if it's conspiracy based, there is an empowerment of awareness, but there's no empowerment beyond the being aware of it. Because what are you going to go do? Go to the next Met Gala or go to the next Grammys and fucking, what are you gonna do? You know, like, you're gonna keep just sharing internet videos, right? And I mean, you could say that about certain things like this, but that's what we're working at. Like that's what it's time for, right? Like electroculture, grow your own food, grow it at, at, and grow more food and 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 reharmonize with the earth, learn about grounding, um, learn about your, how energy works. And I, I think really a great segue out of when when we have, have cleaned this whole section up uh, is magnetism And the magnetism of the human body, how everything has a field and talking about these fields does connect like field theory does connect everything. Magnetism, uh, this ability to like generate a magnetic field that you have and build that up and then tap into the magnetic fields of the earth and plants and every living thing which has a magnetic field. And then that, you know, and it ties in because the morphic resonance, all that saying is, is we live in the same field. We live in the same emotional an intellectual energetic field and we were kind of connected to this iCloud to each other and that we influence each other without even realizing it and when i have used that analogy like a hundred times already of the wi-fi or the telephone call where i could just dial or you know i mean these days you just hit a person's name but you, you dial someone's frequency and you have access to that frequency and it's like hey we're on the same call we're on the same network and that understanding then empowers you because you know that there's more things happening and you then you when you sit back like how I sit back and watch a group of people and at times of course I, I I get that strength in numbers, right? Like that's a thing. But it's also about the awareness of that group and what their intent is. And if that so strength in numbers, if that strength if those numbers are fear or beat the bad guy constantly, you're generating this energy of war and conflict all the time. And it's the me emphasizing that oversaturated energy of like, oh, like we just got to fight the bad guy. Yet you're creating a pendulum of conflict constantly because you're going to when you create a side. Now you've created the polarity of that side. Anything if you notice when you look out in any sphere of any type of, you know, whether it's science or religion or whatever, you always notice there's always an opposing force because once you sat set down on this opposing side this one side you're creating the polarity and then with that you're creating having the knowledge of energy you're going to have the polarity of it and so it's an awareness thing but not an awareness thing on what to fear but what's empowering Mm -hmm. and so with today kind of i would say probably capping off a lot of the morphic resonance that's where we, we you know let's talk about what's empowering about it but let's also talk about in almost planting the seeds of what concepts can we go by to keep in mind of this, this thing? Whether you, you're more of a woo-woo person and you want to go more, say, occult and allegorical or same thing with the pendulum. I mean, I mean, the reality transurfing with the pendulums, that's written by a quantum physicist. So he comes from more of a scientific backing and, and has watched how, how particles work and quantum entanglement, which is basically the same thing too, because quantum entanglement is about how you take a particle and then you somehow link them and bridge them together. And then you could send that other one particle that this one's linked with and you could send it over to 3000 miles away. And whatever you do to this particle here, the same thing's happening to the other particle, you know, and this is a scientific thing that's been done over and over again. And so think about it with people mm-hmm. and groups, right? When you have this one particle and there's a cord to it, like say to geo or, you know, any family, right? There's a cords there. And I could go any place in the world and me as the other particle can be affected by that other one. That's why like moms wake up in the middle of the night and know something happened to their kid because there's like quantum entanglement or that's, there's that morphic resonance. So how can then we use this to empower ourselves and apply it to something? And mostly for now, the individual, because I think that's what we all, especially with Aries season, new moon and Aries, where's that individual empowerment?
0: Yeah. Yeah and that's what makes me think of like wanting to break down more so the mechanisms maybe or the functionality of of how some of this is working and especially more so in the sense of things that are in the mind of of the public sphere maybe in the sense that we've just been talking about so say something like a lot of people get the attention and even the normies like the political normies you know something that's gotten the attention of them is like oh this demonic Uh, This demonic performance done at the Grammys or something like that or just uh, some sort of mass tragic event that happens in a certain location and stuff and a lot of people will you know in in these communities will talk about the parallels uh, of maybe the names and the gematria and the locations and stuff like that and what I kind of want to address is maybe necessarily is like okay well Yes, that may be very interesting and stuff like that. But 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 when we point out all these synchronicities of what's happening or even just the demonic things and we're just saying, well, well, it's them and it's they're doing this, and and nobody's really even pointing out who they are. They just say the elites. Yeah,
1: you notice that? Like the, our enemies you know, just they. Yeah,
0: it's just they now pointing out the elites, and like that's just open-ended to me. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I don't think you're gonna figure out you, you could have a very good, you know, um um guesstimatory type of idea of who it may be, but like I don't think you're in your lifetime is gonna you're gonna really figure out who they are. You're gonna get fall people, you're gonna get people that take the fall for a lot of shit and stuff like that, and that maybe gratify a little bit of what you're saying and stuff, but But not really, though. And that's why I think it's like, well, well, all right, well, then maybe let's look at the mechanism of some of this shit. So it's like something like that where let's just say, for example a performance is done in a certain area and it has a very demonic esque type thing lots of symbolism and all that stuff in a certain area and somehow it connects to some sort of tragedy in another part of the world let's just say um you know the the even like the whole Grammys thing happened the there was the um what was that the uh uh what was that the lunar eclipse i think Uh, and it was squaring uranus and everything and then you had the um yeah the earthquakes in syria and turkey and everything and stuff right and everyone wanted to say that that was a ritual well let's let's just even if we entertain the fact of that being a ritual let's take the understanding of being like is that was that a consciously done thing by some higher occulted group and when I say occult, I don't mean the occult is evil. I'm just saying occulted, that it's hidden. Occulted. Yeah. It's an occulted group. It's occulted group trying to play on an
1: effect. That's the occult.
0: Or is it just something that was kind of organically orchestrated in a sort of sense and therefore had a residual effect on something? Either way, we can kind of look at both of those senses under the same under the same microscope and be like, oh, well, how's that even function? And to me, that's why I'm looking into ley lines. That's why I'm looking into holy places when it comes to morph of resonance and sacred sites and symbology and, 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 uh, even, even eventually, you know, talismans and sigils and stuff like that. And, and do, do they actually have that type of effect? But well, in my findings, I have found, and, um, it just has kind of like even points of reference for maybe more so of the, um, uh, the, the logistical side of things. And, uh, And the more scientific side of things and more resources if you want you could even uh, i i think a good thing to check out to kind of branch yourself out from if you want more information on a lot of this stuff was uh this video on youtube you go on megalithomania and stuff um, and then it has like it shows like uh ancient findings and evidence of like earth grids and stuff like that and then of course anything that we've said about rupert sheldrake and he has a lot on that on holy places and sites and discusses the morphic field in that context and stuff but um to me when it comes to acts done in a specific location or a holy location and stuff to me is it, it it creates a resonance or or, or like this plugging into a resonant energy that's in that location. And it could be from multiple masses uh, of, of, of connection to that area with mind and heart and body and soul, whatever it may be. And developing a memory within that sphere of that magnetic energy. And, and that very much will be a known point to maybe some of those people that have performed these things and stuff it may not it may that's where i say that's where the 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 more organic side to it comes in it's like maybe there's a natural pull with our electromagnetic pulses of our own body our hearts our structure that pulls us into those locations to do those things in those locations with with whatever frequency we're tapped into and stuff too so Mm -hmm. Um, that resonance contains a collective field then that it, it's injected with the human heart fields with various emotions, uh, even prayers, wishes and intent and stuff. And it could, it, it, it also could be very stained with like very traumatic and negative energies of malice deceit death fear uh anger or hate and stuff too so that that's where we're saying where it's not necessarily that it's a good or a bad thing it depends on the intent it always is going to depend on the structure of the environment you know um and so so say something like that right where everybody gathers at you know uh, the, the grammys or something i don't know why that's on my mind right now but it's like everybody
1: grabbed um, did lay line placement in the ritual
0: yeah so like everybody gathered there at the grammys and everybody of high status and and stuff and everybody who has a very potent effect on the world through cinema which is a talisman on its own and stuff and, and have a way to flash these sigils in front of you and stuff. And you connect certain feelings and emotions and connectivity with characters that these people have played and stuff like that, an artist, whatever it may be. And they all gather in a certain area that's very potent, very energetic, that has a sort of memory and a, and a resonance there. And they perform some sort of fiery type of performance, very distorted, chaotic and 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 uneasy type of sense but also very entranced type of thing next thing you know on the other side of the world something shitty is happening like massive earthquakes very distorted disassembling uh chaotic all that stuff there so it's like is there is is there a connection there to, to that and we could say something like a ley line possibly mm-hmm
1: right i was about to say don't leave that out yeah so that the that that they they you know Mm -hmm. a lot of that's always connected by a ley line Mm -hmm. or a a lot of these more mainstream things especially in the more recent years Mm -hmm. like what you're saying with the grammys that i think turkey was on the same ley line as hollywood
0: yes they're 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 absolutely if you really look into and stuff you can see that it absolutely does uh, it does connect with a major with the major ley line that goes right through Turkey, because Turkey and Pyramid Giza, Giza area is a major vertex point and everything. But the thing is, though, is my problem with it is the fact that people right away want to say that that was intentionally done. I'm not saying that it, it can't be intentionally done. I'm not saying that it can't be direct energy weapon and stuff like that or harp technology. Like, I'm not saying that it can't be that but I'm but I'm saying though is that we're seeing an effect let's kind of evaluate the effect itself and the energetic resonance of it and the possibility in this sense because then if we do it in and not a right, right away want to try to point a finger at at somebody and get hung up on doing things we could actually get to the matter of fact of like oh an effect is actually happening but how is that effect even functioning and stuff so that's why I'm saying it's like there is a potential where this is awakening things and then you have certain um you know well before i get into that oh no no yeah then you have things like archaeoastronomy right where it's the alignment and the orientation orientation of sight to the sun moon and stars at certain times of the year and it's like you got to think like could could it be that there is a morphic field that contains a memory of the light codes projected were reflected by the celestial bodies? Does the veil kind of thin a little bit during these certain times of years to access more potent energy forces during these times of years? Is that what our ancients were, the ancient civilizations were doing with a lot of these sites? Did they understand that, especially because they were so naturally in tuned already without all the distorted phone, the, the TV, the this thing, that, and all the superficial bullshit that we're so consumed by, they had room to be in, uh, tapped into that shit more naturally. You know, may- maybe we're the lower forms of consciousness, you know, in this day and age. We're not as advanced as we think we are. I really don't think we are. I'll pause there though.
1: And to, to, and to carry on to that, no, I don't think, I think we have gained physical intelligence, like using the things we can see or the things that we, um, are or not that they're just tangible, but like the things that we know exist in conventional science and more material-like items, like what this computer does or or what the internet is and all of that. Where yet it seems like the ancients knew how to use the the technology of the body, the natural technology more. Like we we're using this artificial technology, and that makes us think that we have evolved and that we are very smart. But yet we've downgraded or that we've devolved in the more natural sphere of things where we've lost, you know, we're only using a certain amount of percentage of our brain or our third eyes are closed or, um, you know, it, many, many things like not knowing I had said this, uh, back when, uh, we brought up Manly uh, P hall, uh, he had a, you know, a lecture about magnetism and, you know, the biofield, uh, back in the sixties, same thing with an author named Valerie hunt, who talked about bioscalar energy and the bioscalar energy stuff all of it is natural technology. So that to me, that's what the ancients knew how to use the technology of nature and the earth. And now we've have, it seems we've forgotten these things or they've been suppressed. And where we have evolved is using the artificial or material-based human made technology. And that, you know, just because we have this phone and we could go do whatever we want and this and that on here, and we can make phone calls and we can go on the internet, we can do zoom and we could do this and we do that. And You know, we could play games with each other over across the whole world. And like, it seems like, oh my God, we have evolved. We have, you know, this and that. But the ancients knew how to use the the real technology, real life technology, not man-made. Where like, that's that's where, say, the concepts of ley lines and holy places and where things are placed on the grid, uh, vortex points, nodes on the earth, uh, morphic resonance, mass formation. All of this stuff seems to be that it was probably, it seems to me, that it was more of a common knowledge to know how the the it's funny cuz we call the internet the ethernet and then if you really break it down it's like oh funny if, you know if, if the ether the actual ether which it is a real thing and in, in in my opinion the ethernet things get caught in the net of the ether as you brought up netter right the whole mm-hmm. uh, was it was an egyptian and all that right it, yeah but dahuti holding the netter
0: sh- spreading it across dahuti being hermes being the communicator the mercurial aspect you know the messenger of the sun god and everything and stuff stretching that quarter cross right yeah the native americas with injure web and all that stuff too and everything and and you know obviously we could get more into that but there's so much there's so much resource that goes into that ancient teaching and everything it's i I feel like our duty is just to kind of synchronize some of that stuff and bring it back into more of this logical understanding of Some of the things that that right away, like we talked about hitting us with that dopamine hit and shit. And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's let's. Let, let's take what the ancients were saying like I, I listen i love those stories we love stories as humans it's why we follow religion it's why we follow tradition it's why we do these nostalgic fucking things all the time and it's not necessarily that bad but sometimes we get overly consumed by them to the point that when they're challenged or when they're 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 we have a conflict when it comes to them, we're willing to go at bat to the point where we don't give a fuck about the other person. We don't give a fuck about mankind at a certain point just to defend our traditions, just to defend our religion, just to de- defend,
1: uh, you know. Uh, an ideal like conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, a conspiracy could do that. Yeah. Meaning, you know, yeah. a lot of conspiracy people on the more negative end and all of that is. Ah, it, fuck. It, I ain't watching no movies in Hollywood and shit like that. They're all pedophiles. Not even just that. Oh, they're NPCs, bro. They're they're fucking yeah. normies. Like I ain't going. Like they're not. I'm not talking to them. Or I'm. That's you know, also it's like, not love and light. <laughs> well, right. But I mean, I think the false light thing it totally exists too. But like you know, you yeah. need you need discrimination. You need you need a uh, to be discerning and see things as they really are to the best of your own ability. Because at, at some point, you have to really you have to realize that we do have subjective perception and all of that. But yeah, like these things that are carried on like traditions or ideals or, or, or archetypes, right? Like you can look at archetypes. You can even throw. So you have politicians, you have sports people, you have conspiracy theorists, you have researchers, you have skeptics, you have science, like all that's archetypes, but there's a memory, right? And that's what morphic fields and resonance kind of proves, right? It's, it's that there's a memory to these things. And especially when you have an area that's very um, concentrated in some sort, like some sort of energy, like say Hollywood or, um, Iraq and Iran, and there's been a lot of war over in the Middle East, mm-hmm. and that ley line connects to like New York City and Rome or whatever. And like there's like this energy that gets shared, and so you know, are we just tapping into the memory of everything, the memory of our yeah. traditions, the memory of our mythologies and our the you know theologies, the memory of events that have happened at certain parts of the Earth, and that the Earth's nervous system, aka this Earth grid, this electromagnetic grid that's surrounding the Earth. That, that this information's being kind of spread around. And then when we think of something as a deliberate ritual, which a lot of the times it could be, the point being is, is, okay, there just seems to be a a less of a focus on the natural occurrence of that magic that goes on. And I'm not saying magic like the occult. I'm saying the magical thing that happens where, oh my God, the synchronicity over in you know Turkey and the fact that Hollywood did this thing because they were, happened at the same time and all that, that's a ritual. And I don't want to hear about anything beyond that it's not a ritual where yet the more important thing is, is okay, well, if they did this ritual and it's all symbolized all this shit that was going on, but ironically, it's still, it's actually matching what's going on in the sky. So did, wait, did they do that? This was an astrologer that works for the Illuminati. Like, okay, on this date we have Uranus doing yeah. this and square this. So this is going to be a good day to do a ritual on that. And what that's going to do is it's going to send energy over to Turkey. And then that's probably going to kill about 50,000 people. So y- you want to get this one, right? You know, and yeah. and, 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 and I
0: think and I think Sam Smith is sitting around this wooden table with a bunch of hooded people, you know, planning this shit out. That's the shit that bugs me out. Where it's like, you really think that's
1: happening? Like, you
0: really think Sam Smith is sitting there? <laughs>
1: and but and it could be, but then that means if it is, then that means our enemy or they know something that we don't.
0: And it's all around us. And it's all
1: around us. And that means so it's like, are you just gonna sit there and point it out? Mm-hmm. This, 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 that's happening, that's happening, that's happening. Or would you like to know where, this is where I'm at, is, okay, let's say now, hypothetically, that is a ritual. And that ritual, on that same ley line as Turkey, causes the earthquake, because some energy gets formed, it's some satanic evil energy that brings upon death and certain things, there's a vibration, and there's archetypes built into it, and that that vortex of energy on that ley line completely transfers, like a download in the turkey or upload in the turkey and it the earthquake happens let's say that's a real that's that's a thing and i'm I'm not being like facetious or trying to be a jerk off like i'm saying hypothetically that i'm going to consider it how Mm -hmm. that's how how did that okay i believe you i'm on your side the conspiracy is true the ritual how Oh, well, yeah. uh, you know, that the the energy and it's like you're, it, there's too much. Uh, it, it's too misty for me. There's too much yeah. like or foggy like it's like I get. OK, I get the whole concept. I get the conspiracy part of it. I get that what you're trying to say. And I can even see how that would work in my imagination to a certain extent. But I still can't give some sort of definitive proof or enough to say okay this is going to benefit me because i know how it works and i know what was like okay they're doing it what are we going to do about it how are we going to go about it is there something we could do from the knowledge they know doing these rituals yeah that we could do that would actually turn over the frequency of the earth itself and kind of get it more going in the in the more of in in our direction of progression and evolution and getting the power out of the out of the hands of men in suits and and the dark elites or reptilians or anunnaki or whatever, and we could and that's the thing, right? Like I can mention all these names of what they are, and then that could be, I could go waste a whole year or two of my life going to argue with people about what that what narrative is true on um, behind that too, and that's the thing, right? Like that's where we're at. It, this isn't getting anywhere, but knowing that if they did do this thing and it caused this thing over here, well, okay, you pointed it out, and then you're making some speculation, but there's still no definitive. Thing, but we're we're just gonna okay. On to the next conspiracy. On to the oh okay. We didn't figure out how they did it or what they were trying to like and how it worked. But now let's talk about a balloon on an eclipse. Or let's talk about that like. it's okay, But we're not getting anywhere. Mm. Like you're just gonna go to the next story yeah. and say okay. So maybe it is all happening. That's you know that mm. that's where you can't
0: just can't just point out date times and locations of things and 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 numbers and how they're how they're connecting and stuff like that like. Very much so. Just the fact that, you know, there are, and I mean, whether you want to go into the reptilian alien side of things and Anunnaki and stuff like that, Nephilim and, st- and stuff, sure, fine, whatever. But I'm saying, though, yes, there is a possibility that there is somebody within these circles that does obviously have the same understanding that a lot of these channels and people like us and stuff like that. And they have, they, they have this understanding of, uh, of, 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 of maybe some of the occult knowledge and esoteric stuff that, that they can work their way into the public sphere and stuff. But to think that it's so deliberate in the sense that it's like that actively being done to the point where it's just like yeah well they're just doing it like no it's it's not like it's it's something that's just also organically happening too like i think very much so it's organically and and my constant question is like where where i kind of question of this possibility is just like is it the fact that there is parts of the universal consciousness that you know, we constantly say that it's embedded with archetypes and everything. That it's like these archetypes try to peer out and, and need, and and they almost like need a host. And this is what makes spirits, spirit invocation, possession, egregores very, very, um, very valid and, 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 a, and a possible thing is that it's like almost like that they're trying to resurface and they find susceptible, um, a host to use or, or occasions to come about and implant themselves to be invocated and stuff to kind of form an, a, an outcome. And yes, it may be something very distorted and what we call demonic or something like that. But also I mentioned it in the last episode where like Nietzsche had that idea where it was like, what if, what if there was like survival of the fittest when it came to, the, the, the logos the law of the law of the universe the laws of the universe and only certain laws made it and the others have been suppressed and it's like what if a lot of those laws that have been suppressed so to say try to find cracks and surfaces and ways through consciousness and the universal field and all that stuff and and try to find their way to slip through it try to find it tries to find its way to, to slip through the cracks to invoke itself to kind of manifest itself in that in that way like energy is trying to because energy can't be created or destroyed it can only be replicated in that sort of sense so it finds things to attach itself to in order to replicate and bring itself back to a relevance. and it's like what if that shit's happening? And you could see that potentially happening with some of these um occasions that seem like rituals and stuff in these significant locations at these significant times through these significant groups and stuff like that. And like. Earth energy ley lines like when you really look at them and you come to understand what they are, that they're natural yin and yang energies emanating from the earth that move in random directions and curves, but often connect with ancient sites and stuff like that. Like, it's almost like the earth has chakras, just like our body has these energy points and and these and and these nadis and stuff like that, like. So what's to say, because we don't really fully know what the fuck the earth is, and we do know that the earth harnesses many different types of energetic forces and, and, and stuff like that. So it's like since we with what we know and what we don't know, we should be able to compo- have a composite of knowledge together to be like. Wow, like there is a potential for something to be trying to emanate itself or trying to find a way to attach itself to make itself b- bigger. and this doesn't mean just in a bad sense either. like I think that's what creates the balances like it's like we're we always want to focus on the bad, right? We've said it before in way older episodes of the, about the teacher being up in front of the classroom putting up fucking nine times zero through ten and you know the one of the one of the equations has the wrong answer and the rest have the right but the whole class will point out that's wrong that's wrong and only focus on the one because that's the distortion in our own humanity is that we become so heavily focused on wanting to point out the wrong for our own egoic gratification or even just maybe something else and stuff too but we don't realize the good and the light that's working, too, on top of it to keep things in a more of a balance, to allow us to have everyday life, to just be able to go to work, to come home to our kids and our family and our pets and this and enjoy a good meal, like the simple necessities that we deal with in everyday life. So when we balance that out and understand maybe something like this when it comes to uh, potentials of these forces and 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 this amorphic resonance how it works in all these different types of ways and that yeah you know it goes beyond just the people and the elite and stuff like that it's just the fact that consciousness every human person and consciousness as a whole is a receiver to all this shit and our tuning is so fucked up but if we can kind of learn instead of Instead of just giving into whatever narrative to tune into and learn how to just kind of have our own alternative tuning and 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 alteric currents in a sort of sense, then maybe we can start to function in a sense where we take this information in that we actually learn from it as as more so of an energetic understanding and actually have a way to apply it to our energy and how we take things in when it comes to energy and how we transmit energy and stuff like that. Like there's so much more that can be, that, that can be gone into with this.
1: Wow. Yeah, that was perfectly. So I mean, that's basically it, right? It's like, I, and I said it before, like the awareness of things is step one, right? But, and, and that's fine. And we're actually still kind of doing that with all this stuff. It's like, we're bringing the awareness, but then it's moving beyond it to use it. And to and to see like, hey, don't give those other things the power. These there's some forces in 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 place here that we just need to learn how they work. And that's to me, that's the superpower that they have. It's just that they have knowledge and the ability to know how things are working.
0: Yes. And because that's they have that, available.
1: Well, and because they have that. And and, and I have egregore up on the screen and I'm gonna read off of that. But then so but, and, and this this is my point with this. As you were saying it, it popped in my head to give two examples. You know, you get one that's a little more scientific-esque, I guess, still both conceptual. And then this, right, what's on screen now with Egregore, is more of the supernatural, conceptual, occult approach to it. But they're the same idea. And then they actually kind of funnel into what morphic resonance seems to be, right? And the thing is, so why would the awareness of this be important? Well, if you're feeding these things then you're, the whole game changes at that point because now you're, you, you know, what, was, what did you say before? Um, when we were talk, oh, when you were saying about groups of people, even like family lines, you know, they talk about like bloodlines. Well, mm-hmm. Rupert yeah. Sheldrake has definitely emphasized ancestry to have morphic resonance or yeah. when I'm, I'm about to go over what Egregore is again and and we'll go into Pendulum, but like, what? It, it, let's say their archetype is playing out. Let's say they are evil, evil, you know, quote unquote. That with, well, with morphic resonance, instead of just claiming the DNA is controlling everything, that's why understanding that is, is important. The epigenetics, Bruce Lipton, that you are affected by your environment and the things outside of you and, and then that how that changes your DNA. Well, the thing is, is you are also resonating with certain things and certain people in your environment and especially with your family and your ancestry. So I think even like the groups of people that have been doing it for so long and they've been they've had this long plotted plan that they're going to take over the world and it could yeah, like you know I remember I'm never like discrediting it but I'm just saying this is the other option here that and maybe it's a mixed bag. Maybe there is the mixed bag of there is deliberate power-hungry douchebags that know this shit and they're doing it deliberate and that that's it. But then there's the natural evolution of consciousness And we have the astrological influences and we have the environmental influences and we have the memory built into the ley line system of the earth. So it's like almost like it's like these neural networks of the earth that are holding these memories. And then because we're like antennas that we rebroadcast them too. So we're rebroadcasting the earth memories. We're rebroadcasting the ancestral uh, memories. We're rebroadcasting astrological uh, uh, imprints that it's left during transits in the past and all of that. And then on top of that, now we have conceptual kind of builds saying, okay, so with these energetic broadcasts and influences that are affecting the way people act, talk, think their consciousness, then conceptualize it just like they conceptualize God and Jesus and, and all that in the things that we can relate to and have an image of and say, oh, it's kind of like an egregore. Oh, it's kind of like a pendulum. Um, and i was going to read off this but anything you have to add like that that's basically what i'm getting from it like it, it we're yeah. both kind of saying the same thing a little bit
0: no absolutely because that plays exactly into what i was saying and like here's the other thing too like that we'll come out and say too like we're saying egreg- egregores and we talked about desensi- desensitization don't allow the term to de- desensitize what it is that comes with the construct of even a word like egregore and stuff like that too, like allow yourself to, you know, deeply inherit what that even means and stuff too, like, and, and use phys- use actual examples from your own life that could get personal and like, yeah, like maybe you don't know exactly if that applies or not, but try, try to see if you can find the egregores in your own life and, and, and things that maybe you have attached to or people around you have attached to. Um, But, but other than that, the other thing that I was going to going to say was that when it comes to like, you know, like we, we, we become so consumed with, you know, wanting to say that, Oh, that's what it was that, that we always want to give this sort of overpower to what, people call the elites or the the government or the controllers or whatever type of name that people give it and it's like do you really think that these whatever they are are that much above unity consciousness that they're that much above the creator that that they have that much control To allow us to just be like, yeah, like there are, they can, they can manipulate, they can hit or miss too. Then if that's the case,
1: right, right. And well, and they are people. And then on top of that, they have to play by
0: the same rules, if anything.
1: And because they know the rules and they know how the game works, that Mm. they're winning the game. And it would probably be more on our side to say, okay, well, they figured out the game. So now we have to now in the age of information, it is kind of there in front. Mm. I think everything that we would need to know is already in front of us. Mm -hmm on the internet like you can find it but you have to have that level of discernment and you have to have that uh, that discipline to not fall into narratives too much yeah because that just doesn't really lead anywhere other than depression or anger or whatever and i get it like i think people woke up before other people and i hate using woke or awake i get that but like more so the awareness kind of grew in certain people and we've been are there. certain people that have been on the path but and and i think there are stages right there are certain people that are gonna like wake up. And then they're going to go through the phase of like, they did, you know, it's they, it's the cabal. And then like, and we need those people, like it's fine, but like, it's a phase. And I'm saying, and like Gio is also saying that once you've kind of went beyond it and you get kind of sick of it and you realize that it doesn't really do much other than it has like a, it has a threshold and it has a ceiling to it. And then you realize, okay, well now I understand that there are things happening I can't really fully decipher what's inorganic or what's organic, but I at least have the accept, I actually accept in my mind that there is universal mind and synchronicity, and then there could be deliberate ritual, dark, occulted synchronicity as well, and and it could be good, and that's fine. But it's the ability to have that discernment to say, okay, this has served me for only so long, now let me go into seeing how they work, how things are happening what are possibilities what are potentials opposed to they did it and they're screwing us Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah and 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 my thing that i just kind of want to like you know we're 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 a little over an hour in and i just want to like like on my side just kind of like reiterate something make sure that i get this in is just the sense that well also when we're talking about energy ley lines because it's real easy to go and do the research now if you well, if you want to do the research and go look at the energy ley lines. But something that I'm learning too is that a lot of these ley lines and energy ley lines is only a very small fraction of the set up energy that's there, right? That's already there on a planet, so to say, that we don't actually really know what we're on. So we can't definitively say how exactly it's set up. We have an idea about it and stuff, but not only that, we also don't know what type of energy is being emanated towards us. Say something like uh, our artilleric currents or something like that, which is the alternated electric and magnetic currents that are from the Earth's magnetic field that are strengthened at sunrise or or weaken at sunset, and they often form into spirals. And, and those are often recorded and noted, but like the same thing, like the, the sun's, the sun's solar flares and stuff. So we have those other things to take in consideration too. And then we, we've obviously talked many times about astrology. And, and so basically it's almost like these, these, these energy grids and stuff like that, they may move or they may be afflicted in certain ways at certain times and stuff like that. So this is why it's like, it's, it's better not to fall into the definitive of that stuff either, but to understand more so of how energy can work. Cause then if you can note maybe more so the sense of time of when something's happening or what kind of uh, emanations kind of going off and maybe where you stand. Then you can kind of with the understanding of, of energy itself, then maybe kind of grasp what is actually happening and kind of put more of an archetypal understanding to that energy force and, and maybe what may occur within that and stuff. Um, but, but also the other thing that I want to, well, which we'll go into deeper eventually and stuff too, but I, I want to I just give a brief thing is because we talked about you know these ley lines and things happening on them and, um, and a lot of ancient sites, like you have Gobekli Tepe, the pyramids, um, all the different pyramids of the world, first of all, um, the Bermuda Triangle, um, uh, let's see, uh, uh, all the different uh, obelisks uh, the georgia guidestones you've had stonehenge let's just name them you can name them all right all the different types of major cathedrals that that people go into when they talk about t- tartaria and stuff like that what we're saying too and how i'm looking at this is that all these types of structural integrations with what we're saying with energy and morphic fields it can be they, there's There's this ability to understand it that they can better harness or project the energy contained, or that's being resonated with the use of stuff like uh, steeples, uh, bronze, other metallic fixtures in the top that give negative and positive ionic transfer uh, in the ether and specific lines running through the ground for grounding this energy and stuff. Like like for example, A lot of a lot of old time, you know, even 15th, 16th century type of cathedrals that were built, it's we're starting to find that they're very they're very oddly placed when it comes to even just how their corridors are angled and where the altar sits. We're starting to find that there's some sort of magnetic presence when when you go to it and as they run from certain directions north to south and the and the altar necessarily has more of this uh what do you call it? dousing rods right mm-hmm. the dousing rods when they do them that they tend to all for fornic- they, they all t- tend to point and form and have this magnetic connection to this one centering and it, it always ends up being towards the 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 altar and stuff and not only that the steeples all tend to be a certain shape certain dimension uh, metal with bronze type of fixtures that have a ball and and sort and then always down the side of these buildings tends to be like this metal cord that runs into the ground so you could really look into those things too and we do know in a scientific sense that the ether in the ground does release positive and negative ions uh, or even our bodies release negative ions and stuff in that sort of sense so there is an exchange of a natural electromagnetic energy and stuff and it's like were they doing this to power the you know you know free energy and stuff and this connects a lot of the tesla shit and stuff and was this more potent because they were running it on ley lines and stuff you see a lot of cathedrals through europe and stuff that run from from France and Spain and stuff, and more so northeast Europe, uh, the European nations and everything over there. But um, not only that, then there's also specific type of stones like granite and quartz that were used in the building of certain things like the pyramids. Um, even a lot of courtrooms um, that they're lined with this certain Georgia Georgia granite and stuff. And and granite and quartz has been known to be a great conductor of energy that may carry its own sort of specific resonance, which may be a sort of justice balance beam scale type thing. I mean, think about it using in a courtroom and stuff and trying to harmonize with the earth in a sort of sense, uh, you know, yes, you have limestone too, but there's a lot within those chambers of the, of the pyramids that, you know, has courts and, and things. And a lot of people think that there was a different type of thing uh, a different type of uh stone cap on top of the pyramids, which yes, it's all speculation, but these are things to look into, and we'll go further into those things um The other thing is that we see is when we look into a lot of these cathedrals and stuff is these stained glass windows, and they it's almost like they act as like these filters of light coming in and and creating like these geometrical patterns. and and with the lights and the shape and the colors too, which the colors range on the frequency scale and stuff too. And we know that vibration is, is within, you know, that, that sound and color can be measured in the same breath. And it it is a vibration and this creates form. And, And, and it's even said in the Bible that, and, and the world was created with a word. Words make worlds. So it's almost like they have their own like unique effect and a code within of whatever they're kind of bringing in. And imagine what that plays in when those people walk into those buildings and they see those colors and those patterns on the ground, or even when they hit their retinas and the back of their brains and like, it's just being received to their mind, what type of effect that may possibly have. And then you have the shapes of the buildings and the domes and the atriums that capture and project sound in a specific way that resonate with the body, along with like the different types of bells and organs that are played in these church type places and stuff like that. And then as far as like more of these stone structures, like Gobekli Tepe and stuff like that, we see that more in the archaeoastronomy way and stuff that it's like they're almost projecting. Oh, they're, I mean, they're almost like intaking light through certain dimensions and certain ways and lining up with different types of uh astrological alignments in a certain sense that who knows what happens when you position yourself in the in those places at those specific times, what type of effect it may have on yourself, especially with the type of material that was used within those stones. Like I said, granite, limestone, yeah, you know, quartz, all those different types of things. So it's like these are the things I think we need to take in consideration that Maybe if we did understand how energy worked in that way and how these materials worked in that way, then we could even understand how we could even use that in our own homes, in our own homes, in our own gardens, and our, our own whatever, necklaces, which, would you know, there's people doing those things already, but yeah, it's, it's very
1: cliche. Well, and it's right, cliche. Um, mm-hmm. And that goes with, it's funny because you're talking about Earth stuff, and then I, I immediately my Gemini ask goes right to the mind and communication and people and all that. I'm thinking, yeah, everything that you just said, was basically the earthy version of, of dealing with people and communication and, and, and social spheres where that's more of like the um, necessity, uh, you know, basic needs sphere, you know, or like where we're building our houses, mm-hmm. how we're growing our food, um, how the energy is working on the earth and how it's working with us. You know, and that's, you know, and I'd, I had Egregor up on there, but even that, like the energy is being transferred, not only because I think we're like walking, um, not monoliths, what would be the word, but like, we're like, like what Stonehenge is and what the cathedrals are. I think we're like these conductors that conduct the same way. I feel like with like that tree of life feature that they have and all that, mm-hmm. I think that a lot of that, those cathedrals and a lot of these places are built with that same, doesn't have to be the same exact geometry, but it is the same exact build into some sort. And Mm -hmm. it's to harness the energy where yet I think we're given some God-given meat suit. That's not just a meat suit because we're a spirit and we have that ability to tap into those same energies as well. So that's where it all plays in together. And then so once again, the overarching story ends up being, well, how does it all work? Or how does the energy work? Or, Or, you know, what's going on in the ether? Because then this whole area here bridges the group consciousness. Ley lines, uh, architecture on certain points of those ley lines and the nodes, uh, with uh, the social sphere, egregores, uh, pendulums, astrology, its effect on that. And the whole morphic resonance, why that ends up being a core thing is because the whole non-locality of it, the quantum entanglement of it, where like, you don't need space for these things to be connected and to affect one another. So this, so who knows, maybe one say with the ancient stuff in the cathedrals or like the pyramids. One one group or culture puts it on a ley line and then all of a sudden that pyramid energy and that intelligence and wisdom gets transferred and maybe that's how the people in South America and the Mayans or whatever was first, because I'm not great with mm. that stuff, but that energy is being thrown over and all of a sudden the shaman's fucking drinking his ayahuasca or taking his mushrooms and he's like, I saw how to magnetically build this pyramid through whatever. And that energy was just being transferred over from the other pier- that, that, That's, these are the possibilities here. These, this is just speculation, but that's how you get the, th- you know, to me, speculate, speculating on stuff is the practice of logic and creative thinking, it's holistic thinking. I'm going to speculate on this because I'm going to try and use my logic, but then I'm going to be creative. A lot of people out there who speculate, they just think with that logic, they just go off there. They go in between their bookends, but all of this opens up the creative side because now if you've been listening and you've been thinking about what we're saying and actually using the creative brain it's probably firing off because that's what happens in these talks with us too we'll say in the before the podcast mm. we're going to talk about this and then all of a sudden creative thought and we allow that to just to go and all of a sudden sh- 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 the speculation turns into the wheels start turning you know? yeah and you see the engine's running but uh, no, one's behind, no one's behind the wheel sorry ace ventura
0: <laughs> would you like that's a,
1: more it, would you like it, a, a cookie son
0: I haven't seen that in forever. Yeah. Dan Marino uh, it's, it's can die of
1: gonorina and burn and burn in hell. Would you like a cookie son? Oh, what do you know? The little footballs.
0: Um, anyway. Sorry. It's it's more it's just it's just more it's when you allow your mind to go to those places in that sense and stop falling on these definitives, especially when it comes to something like rituals and energy and uh, dark cabal and the elites and stuff like that. Like it allows you to maybe more so allow that psychic, natural attempt to tap into, say, what you know, people call the Akashic Wrecker and actually have legitimate downloads and not these artificial type of dopamine hits that we were just constantly keep saying and stuff like you or, know, or
1: or pendulum based yeah okay, downloads yes. too. see what i mean mm-hmm. that's what i mean like once you've like oh yeah i watched that one podcast and then like you're on there with a thousand people all the time and there's so much energy and so much like yeah fucking fight the machine fight they you know and then all of a sudden yeah. you're like just influenced by that you know and before the end of the episode which i think call it soon because I, I gotta get up mm-hmm. tomorrow um make your point too but the thing is is like mm-hmm. yeah like people are tapping into that too like they're not just tapping into like they just They're, they're, they're affected by something they don't realize they're affected by. And I think that brings, Mm -hmm. this brings the awareness because we know how consciousness and energy work together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think the only other little like key interesting thing that I think to leave off with uh, on my side, at least is that with everything I just said too, that it's like, you know, um, Which I I don't, I don't fall heavily on his on his work too much, but I think he does have a contribution to things. Is Graham Hancock? He had like a theory that, especially a lot of people that work with, um, you know, earth grids and energy and ley lines and stuff and geometric patterns. Like he had a theory of longitudinal distribution of a lot of these sacred sites and how they were based upon processional numbers and that these numbers that. They're basically encoded into the procession of the equinox, which is the 25, you know, approximately 25,950, 980 year cycle. And these are all harmonic numbers, such as 72, 144, forty-four, one o e. You know, all those types of of numbers that we constantly always see repeated in the Jumatra people will go crazy if you repeat those numbers. But he also found not only did that the sites, you know, were they related to longitudinally from Giza, but they all were harmonic distances and harmonic degrees apart. He also accidentally found that they were based upon pentagonal geometry. The numbers of the procession are the internal angles. Of, of of the Pentagon. And, and that's suggesting that the procession of the equinoxes is, is directly related to the sacred geometry or your pentagons are, and, and possibly, you know, even the de- decahedral geometries. So it's like almost like that we have this grasp of understanding that all forms, we know this, we know this too, that all forms in the material world are encoded in some some way shape or form with the platonic solids and if you don't really know so much about the platonic solids then um do you have any suggestions of where to go to figure out i can't even remember that one video that i that that i pulled Uh, up a long time ago it was
1: on leak project It was a guy named aquarius rising that's right. That was that's a YouTube right. channel. That, that was. His I think own. that's a
0: good one. Like yeah. that encompasses yeah. so much. So if it's you can find rising that. rising in
1: all caps. And it's a guy who talked about platonic solids. Yeah. I think in quantum Le- theory, you know.
0: Exactly. So learn about the platonic solids, because then what you'll understand is that, that literally all forms in our material world are encoded in some way with platonic solids. And therefore we can take that. This is how we get earth energy ley lines is we can overlay the platonic solid shapes over the earth. And it gives us an energy grid where many where we start to find that many of the significant ancient sites, holy places, or even uh, megalithic structures uh, are built. And that they're built on or around or even at the center point of these joining of these lines and everything. And we've also come to a point in our knowledge in history that when we look at platonic solids and stuff. That we also can compare them to cymatics in, you know, the different memory shapes of that, that have been intent, that of intent that's been put into water, something like that with emotions, let's just say. Mm. And therefore, we can kind of start seeing this resonance of maybe a memory that's being put into place and stuff, and where we can, (laughs) sorry, the cat's attacking me right now. Um, we can start to see maybe what's connected now with these places. Does it really match up with those platonic shapes that we're seeing in that sort of sense? Um, Now we can connect it even to the planetary structures. Like does, does that make an effect now and show us that the astrology and those transits and those types of patterns that they're actually, that they're actually having an effect now. And that they're showing us something when it comes to the energy onto the earth, when they're projected. You know, that makes you want to if if you start seeing those connections and it makes you want to look at your chart a little bit more and be like, oh, shit, what possibly can this be showing for me in the energies? And it's not that it's definitive. We said it, you know, in the last episode, uh, not the last episode, but uh, a few episodes ago was that, you know, predestined free will. Free will is the choice of whatever whatever you choose in the different types of uh possibilities within the story that you're given you know it's like you're playing that video game you're playing red dead redemption or something like that and all of a sudden it's telling you it's like how you respond to the lady is yeah yeah just kill her you shoot her you fucking you know tell her that you're gonna go search the house or you're gonna just ride away like you have that choice that's your free will but the storyline is already played out in multiple different dimensions in some sort of way you just have to choose what frequency you go on
1: well, I think, and I, will just say it to the, to the listeners, I have to get up in five mm. hours. So I'm going to, I think, so next, next week, yes. <laughs> um, I don't know just yet what we're, I, I, I would like to finally just cap this off next week. And uh, I'm leaving this as a reminder for myself and in anticipation for you guys is, um, with the ley lines and with everything that goes on with how energy works with consciousness, uh, finally, just kind of capping off with the concepts of really breaking down to to the bone of what what what's possible with the idea of an egregore. Finally, what a pendulum is within the transurfing, if you do not know what that is already, uh, and talking about uh, maybe mass formation one last time, and to finally kind of cap this off. on just hopefully, what you've gotten from these these talks so far is the the fact that energy and consciousness do work together in ways that we probably are not aware of a lot of us. Uh, and now that science is starting to hit new peaks in different areas that are not mainstream or conventional whatsoever and would break the the current paradigm in half, uh, that that stuff's actually out there and that you can go find all of that, that the ideas that Geo's portraying with ley lines and ancient sites and rituals and ceremonies being done on these things is not crazy anymore. It is absolutely possible. Same thing when it comes to group consciousness and mass formation it is absolutely possible because we are we are starting to figure out that our consciousness is affected by the energy and by the environment and and it's vice versa uh and and lastly one of my one would be one of my favorite things is now this makes astrology even more possible now now it's now we're starting to get into some sort of area where it's not just about oh well i believe it works and it's a superstition and the fact that we can we can uh, you know go to things like carl Jung and the collective unconscious we could go into all the concepts i just named uh and and the sciences now are connecting to it uh, it's exciting it's exciting to know it, it, it just makes me feel like oh wow is the earth a big circuit board and the energy is being just kind of pushed around and transferred and where these little like particles on it that are t- t- to help sharing the information and things are all kind of interconnected in some form. And that we do have that half of like that free will's there, but you also are influenced and you do have some sort of set purpose in a way. And it's actually the set purpose. And this is more philosophical was actually what you decided before you came here. So regardless of what the philosophy mm. is and all of that, mm. it's a, it's all a possibility. So I'm going to cap that off there, but I'll let you have the uh, final words and, and uh, yeah that's it yeah. now perfect perfectly said so a lot more to
0: unpack here we'll get into deeper things and we'll we'll discuss kind of which way we're going to take this like you just said so um yeah thanks for being here make sure you like and subscribe as usual well uh, we just said that we'll be working on the site a little bit uh well by the time this comes out to you we'll be already working on it and hopefully we'll have more updates for you when it comes to that. But yeah, definitely keep helping us out. We appreciate the support. We allows us to do more like, and subscribe. Um, yeah, let's get this out there. Let's change the way we think.
1: Yep. It's not what you think, but how you think till next time guys.